Hello and welcome to this GBM Media Podcast. You're about to hear serving today a programme for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in any form of Bible teaching, either one-to-one or in small or larger groups, serving today will be relevant for you. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. This is Andrew Cook and I'm delighted to be in your company once more. Domestic violence, we open up this difficult subject with a pastor from Zambia. As the series on Ephesians has been addressing the roles of wives and husbands, we want to share with you some thoughts on the difficult and painful subject of domestic violence or domestic abuse. So, here on Serving Today, we're going to take a short break from Ephesians to think about the abuse of women in marriage. I should say that this subject was specifically mentioned by one of our listeners, encouraging us to address it. Well, a few years back, I had the privilege of sitting down with a pastor from Zambia to talk about this issue. And here he is to introduce himself to us. Okay, my name is Conrad Mbewe and I'm pastor for Kabwata Baptist Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Lusaka being the capital city and our congregation largely comprises young professionals. It's an English-speaking church simply because the area in which we are, people socialize in that language. Could you tell us a bit about your wider ministry in Africa? Yes. As I said, I'm primarily pastor for Kabwata Baptist Church, but the church gives me 13 weeks a year for external ministry. That has spread outside the country into other countries of Africa. So I tend to handle quite a number of church conferences, pastors' conferences, speaking at Bible colleges, sitting on a few boards for pastors' colleges, and so on. And then I also have an extended ministry outside the borders of Africa. So a lot of the people that you are working with in in your various ministries are people in church leadership? Yes, that's largely part of the work that I do, the realization that when you disciple church leaders, you know that you are multiplying your own ministry because they are then able to minister to others. So yes, there's a deliberate effort and focus on the development of church leaders. This whole subject of domestic violence and sexual abuse came up as a result of some correspondence we had with, with one of our listeners, actually in Zambia, and he said this is something that you could maybe address in, in serving today. And because it's a very sensitive subject, we feel that it's something that we need somebody to speak with from an African perspective, and your name was suggested. So it's come from a Zambian correspondent. He says it's a problem both in society, but also it is affecting the church as well. And if you're going to speak to pastors, the thing that you need to do is try and address the the biblical and theological issues around this and the principles and establish that, as well as at the same time acknowledge the issue. This is something that is a problem 
and then maybe also suggest ways how it can be handled pastorally. Yes, I fully will agree because, you know, the gospel goes into society, into community, and finds all kinds of situations. However, with respect to the teaching, as pastors, you teach God's people the truth, then it begins to conflict with some of the cultural values. And then you begin to really scratch where it's itching. Mm -hmm. So it's important to try and lay down biblical principles rather than just immediately go in and start saying this is wrong, this is right, because then that just raises confusion and wrong attitudes from the listeners. Mm -hmm. I think it's worth underscoring from the African perspective that the acknowledgement of male and female is something that is taken as a gift of God. In other words, this is the way God has made us. And thankfully, therefore, when scripture comes in and shows from Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 the way in which God has made us, let us make man in our own image, male and female. Let us make them. It connects quite clearly from the way in which already the society seems to view it. There is the addition, obviously, of the cultural mandate, which we find in Genesis 1 and verse 28, speaking in terms of that you are to be fruitful, you are to multiply, you are to fill the earth, you are to subdue it. And then by the time you're getting into chapter 2 and you're beginning to focus a little more in detail concerning the way in which God brings the female into Adam's life, there you begin to see that whereas in the African psyche there is the recognition that the woman comes in as a suitable helper, which is what the Bible teaches, there is a step further that clearly needs to be corrected. And it is that the male then begins to think of himself more as an owner of property rather than one who is given stewardship over all creation, including the children and the spouse that God is going to give to him. So it is that aspect that needs fine-tuning by Scripture. That yes, a headship has to do with stewardship before God. That he has given you a helper, a suitable helper, one whom you ought to love with tender loving care, to look after, rather than to abuse this is not your property. She belongs to God as much as you do. You are to account to him over her. And your role, therefore, is that of discipling your wife into the best possible assistant in fulfilling God's purpose here on earth. So those aspects are what the scriptures have to fine-tune. It's not something that takes place after one or two teaching sessions. 
because it's, it's deeply ingrained into the psyche of not just the males, but the females as well. They just see themselves over the long haul as subjugated slaves who shouldn't even think in terms of the liberation that God gives them in Christ. And so there's a lot of teaching that has to be done there. I suppose the other areas to explore are the impact of the fall, Genesis 3, how that has affected that relationship between male and female, and how is that then redeemed in Christ? I'm I'm thinking obviously of Ephesians 5. One of the issues that we invariably have to deal with in the African context is that of domestic violence, there is unfaithfulness, which is almost legalized because of the the tendency towards polygamy, which is very much in a lot of the tribal customs. And because of that, therefore, a man having more than one sexual partner seems to be justified, at least a lot more than a female having more than one sexual partner. So when you look at all that, you go back to Scripture, you begin to see that it's the fruit of Genesis 3. It's the fruit of the fall. uh, Because God gave Eve to Adam. He did not produce a number of wives for him. He gave to him one woman. However, soon after Adam fell, you can see the attitude that he had towards his wife. When God questions him, what's happened? He goes, well, it is this woman you've you've placed here with me. She's the one who's basically caused all this. That's a complete shift from bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she has been taken out of man. And so it's, it's that attitude that begins to play out in all kinds of ways the sexual immorality itself, but also the uncaring, hard-heartedness towards the female, which in due season magnifies itself in, in domestic violence. Now, thankfully, in Christ saving us, he hasn't just changed our natures. Now, that's crucial. That's, that's vital. I almost feel guilty when I say he hasn't just, because that's such an astronomical achievement of grace. But he's gone beyond that. He's given us a picture of the male-female relationship in marriage by the way in which he uses that picture to point to his own relationship with the church. So in that sense, when you get to Ephesians chapter 5, you have a wonderful picture there where we are being exhorted by the Apostle Paul to submit to one another in Christ. And for the position of the wife, it is that of submitting to a husband. And notice, it is the way in which the church submits to Christ. And Christ is not a tyrant over his church. He's not some capricious ruler who beats up the church anyhow. 
No, he disciples his church, which now is the other side, where the husband, while he's busy rejoicing at the thought that the wife is being told to submit to him, he is the same Bible now saying, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And doesn't stop there. Speaks about him giving of himself, and that giving had to do with the sacrifice to the point of death in order to purify her and make her the glorious church that she will be across all eternity. So it's not just the fact that we are transformed, but we are also given the picture of what Christian marriage ought to be, and it's a wonderful picture. Well, there's plenty of food for thought there from Pastor Conrad Mbowe. I hope that you found this helpful. There's still more to come from him over the next few programmes here on Serving Today, so we look forward to hearing the rest of what he has to say on the difficult subject of domestic violence. But I trust that you can see how important it is to build our view of male and female relationships based on a correct biblical understanding. So until next time, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye, and may we each seek to serve others as Christ has loved his church. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Or email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.